Blog Talk Radio.
well. Good morning, good morning, and good morning. Welcome to another broadcast with Smile 3. This is Cecilia, and of course, I'm on the air with Minister Sylvia, and she's going to open up the program today with prayer. And so, Minister Sylvia, I just want to ask you to please pray for us and with us for our service on today, because if this word on today isn't for anyone else, it's definitely for me, and I need it. Minister Sylvia, can you please pray for us? Praise the Lord, everyone. I thank God for giving us this opportunity to come together on today, this Sunday morning, and I'm just so happy to be a part of this ministry this February the 18th, 2024. I thank God for waking me up on this morning because I asked God to make sure that I'm woke and aware of today's service. It's like God was putting the urgency in my spirit on today to wake up this morning to be prepared. We never know what God has for us, but let's join together in prayer. Let's just touch and agree. First of all, Father God, we want to just come before you saying thank you. Thank you for being our God. Thank you for being our Savior. Thank you for being our Redeemer. Thank you for allowing us in your presence to give you the glory, to give you the honor and the praise. Thank you, O Lord, for the opportunity to come before you to say we repent of every sin, God. We lay every weight on the altar to ask you, God, forgive us for every sin that looks like sin, sounds like sin, smells like sin, that appear to be sin, even when we don't believe, because, God, it didn't give you pleasure, glory, or honor. God, we just ask you to forgive us, that you will hear our prayer, that you will forgive us of everything, God. You said that our sins are through the sea of forgiveness, never to remember. God, we just ask you to allow us to lay at your feet. God, we just ask you to give us the time to give you what you so desire, our praise and glory and our respect, and for us to be about your will, God. Teach us how to pray what you say, God, not what we say or think. God, teach us how to just say, God, I thank you for the opportunity to be used by you, oh God. I thank you for the opportunity to get in your presence every day, God, for another chance on this side of the dirt, this side of the green grass, to say, God, I love you, I adore you, and I want to be used by you, God. God, give the people the ears to hear, the heart to receive, the mind to meditate. God, we just ask you right now to open our hearts, open our ears, God, quiet down the noise in our spirits, God, because we can't hear what you're saying to us, God. You said every man was given a measure. You said every man was given a ministry. God, let us hear your ministry and not what someone else said, God. God, let us be in you what you have called us to be. Let us surrender to you, oh God. God, I hear you said to live, 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 God. Get up and go about your business, God, because I know you said if it's I take care of your business, you take care of mine. God, I'm just asking you all today to open our hearts, 
Open the eyes to our heart, Lord, that we will see you. We will receive you, God. We will let your word just saturate our bodies and our mind, God. God, not our will, but your will, God. Let what you say conquer us, oh God. You say we are new creatures in you, oh Lord. God, I just thank you right now, God. And for Minister Margot, Pastor Troy Thomas, Apostle-elect, Dr. Serena Wright, Minister Ron, and Evangelist Tony Montgomery, Pastor Elder Lodge Seabury, myself, and anyone that's connected to us and everyone that's connected to us, God, family-wise, employee-wise, co-worker-wise, God, whatever it is that we have before you, God, I ask you to hear our prayers on today, God. Cover our homes, cover our houses, cover our family, God. Let your will be done as you teach us how to walk in your way, as you teach us how to preach what you say, say what you say, give what you say, give, God. God, even teach us how to hold back because you're doing something that we get out of your way that you may have your way, God. Let your will be done, O oh Lord. Let every ear hear what the Lord has to say on today. And at the end of the day, God, let our result and let our questions be, God, what do you say concerning me, concerning your will, your way? In Jesus' name, I pray that you all hear what the Lord has to say on today by using the woman of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen, and amen. I thank you, Minister Sylvia, for that prayer. I thank you for those that are listening via Blog Talk, those that are listening via Blog Talk online, those that will be listening via the archives, um, and those that God has appointed for this message on today. So I don't usually give out the title in advance, but I'm going to give it out on today. <clears throat> and it is called Starting Something. Starting Something. What is it that God has called you to start? I'm going to share a few illustrations, and then I'm going to tie it in to what God wants me to talk about today. I have a great niece. I'm going to call her out. Yep, 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 yep. Her name is Lulu. She always tell her mama, mama, you doing too much. And then um, we would be like, what do you mean, Lulu, your mama's doing too much? So basically she's saying her mama's starting something. Hmm. So her mom's doing what she needs to be doing. I also saw a group of boys that said they were starting something. They were on this interview, and it was a tall, dark-skinned young man. He was only a preteen, and he was talking about how him and his boys got together and they were doing some mean stuff to a young man and how he just wanted to be a part of the group. He just wanted to be a part of being accepted into a group. He was willing to start something just to be Accepted, but in this case, it was in a negative way. 
where he and the boys didn't care what the end result was, what they were doing to the person who was suffering on the other end. So starting something isn't always something positive. Starting something can be something that's negative. And then another illustration was where this non-Christian told a Christian, you and I don't think alike, and I don't always agree with you. Hmm, imagine that concept, that a non-Christian wants the Christian to think like them instead of thinking like Christ. And then in another illustration, someone was talking about the lack of honor and the lack of respect that uh, was being shown or not shown towards them. I'm going to come back to that one. Then let's talk about the acts of love that we show towards one another. Not the acts of lust, not the acts of this or that, but how many of us show acts of love and don't expect anything in return? Or during Valentine's Day, um, God has said to me to bless my sister and someone else. And I noticed that my sister was glad about the blessing, but I noticed that the other person wasn't because they didn't understand the honor that I bestowed upon my sister because I asked her to pick the gift that she wanted the most, and then the other person could have that. Uh, which was less. Now, not that the other person merited or deserved the gift, but it appeared that the person got upset because I allowed my sister to pick first, my blood sister, my DNA sister, my sister that's protected me uh, on assignment. This person was offended because the gift that they were being given was what my sister didn't pick. But mind you, once again, I say, it wasn't something that they were expecting in the first place. And many times we reject a gift just because we want to be honored first when the truth is, what have you done to earn that honor? My um, sister was saying on this week, uh, We were talking about something, and she was saying, well, what do I get out of it? And it was like that. Well, why would I help you do this or that if I don't get anything out of it? Well, in this case, the person was still getting something out of it. So then they elected to give it to someone else, and it didn't bother me that they elected to give it to someone else. And then a few days later, that person said to me, I ate it all. It was so good and all that. And then the person said to them, you didn't even save me a piece. Now, wait a minute. You rejected the gift, but now you're concerned that the person didn't save you a piece. That's a whole other starting something. So going back to asking for honor and um, respect, well, God told me to start something. And it's showing love and kindness, not that it's merited, not that it's deserved, not even that it's needed. 
And he told me to take the word fear that a lot of people consider as false evidence appearing real and change it to factual evidence actualized routinely. And what will this factual evidence actualized routinely be? It will be acts of loving kindness. So my sister said to me on yesterday, she said, you're trying to start something. And it was where instantly when she said that, God spoke in my inner ear and said, see, that's the validation. I need you to start something. See, love is an affection, sometimes of kinship, of personal ties, of tenderness, admiration, common interest, and assurance. But kindness is affection, too. It's favor. It's treating people with kindness and respect. It didn't say treating people that deserved kindness and respect. It said just treating people with kindness and respect. So on today, I want us to start something. I want us for the rest of our lives to normalize once again being kind and showing love. Now, I just want to go off on, on, on over here on a, on a side note. I know you're going to be like, what does that have to do with anything? Uncle Jackson wrote a song that said, I want to be starting something. You got to be starting something. I said, I want to be starting something. You got to be starting something. It's too high to get over. And he said, yeah, yeah. He said, it's too low to get under. And he said, yeah, yeah. He says, you're stuck in the middle. Yeah, yeah. The pain is thunder. Yeah, yeah. It's too high to get over. Yeah, yeah. It's too low to get under. You're stuck in the middle. And the pain is thunder. I took my baby to the doctor with a fever, but nothing he found. By the time this hit the street, they said she had a breakdown. Someone always trying to start my baby crying, talking, squealing, lying, saying you just want to be starting something. I said I want to be starting something. So in this instance on today, although Michael Jackson said you pretend that you're good when you're always up to no good. You really can't make him hate us, so your tongue became like a razor. Mm, my, 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 my. So he's trying to start something. So is your tongue like a razor? My, 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 my. I'm not going to get into what the other things talk about, because it talks about Billy Jean and a, and a couple of other verses, but the thing is, is what you're starting going to be something where your tongue is like a razor? Well, if it's going to be like a razor of any type, I pray that it's going to be like a razor that cuts those things that will cause you to hurt somebody or that will cause you not to obey God. So this starting something that I'm talking about, that God is talking about through me today, is he want us to start something 
of showing love and kindness as a norm to the 25th chapter, verses 14 through 30. It talks about, let me share some of the scriptures with you first, and then we'll just get into what it talks about. For it is just like a man who was about to take a journey, and he called his servants together and entrusted them with his possessions. To one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one. He entrusted them with his talents. See, he was starting something. He didn't have to give them his talents, but he entrusted them with his talents. So God is saying on today, he's going to entrust you talents. Now, when he comes back, from his trip. This is what happened with this particular man. It says, and one who he had received five talents came and brought him five more, saying, Master, you entrusted me with your five talents, and see, I've made a profit and gained you five more. And the master told him, well done, good and faithful servant. Now the one that he had given Two, guess what he did? He entrusted him with two talents, and he gained him two more talents. And he told him, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been trustworthy. Now the one that he gave one talent, now remember this is his stuff that he gave him. That one received the talent and came forward saying, Master, I knew you to be a harsh, remember we were talking about the razor, a harsh and demanding man, reaping the harvest where you did not sow and gathering where you did not scatter seed. So I was afraid to lose the talent, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. So you have what is your own? This master answered him and says, you wicked and lazy servant. You knew that I reaped the harvest where I did not sow and gather where I did not scatter seed. Then you ought to have put my money. Remember, it was his money. It wasn't the servant's money with the bankers. And at my return, I would have received my money back with interest. How many of us are willing to take the love and the kindness and the many blessings that God has given us abundantly, share them with others, and even with that master, even if they're the only ones that get blessed? Is everything we do? Is it about what do I glean from it? What do I get from it? Well, let's normalize being kind and showing love, not because of what we get out of it, but because of what the other person gets out of it. Going back to the story or illustration that I used with my um, sister, When I gave her what 
God had me to purchase for her, she didn't know that it included an addition, cupcakes that I knew she loved, not that I loved. So in her picking what she wanted, thing it was about her being blessed with what she deemed she liked. And then getting a benefit just because she decided to make a choice. So with loving kindness has God drawn us. And then I came back and I said to her, well, did you share it? Did you share it with this person or that person? And she said, no, I ate it myself. And so instantly, I said it again. And she said, I told you I ate it myself. And I said to her, I said, you didn't share it? And she says, look at you. You're trying to start something. And she was exactly right. Because sometimes when people bless us, we're so busy blessing other people that we miss out on the blessing. So when I asked her, has she shared it, it wasn't because she needed to share it, but it was because God wanted her to know, finally accepted something that I gave you that was just for you. Some people may say that's a selfish act. Sometimes God is dealing with us on how we allow people to actually be around us just because we're always giving. But sometimes God wants to bless you. Sometimes God wants to adorn you, people around you. It's great that you're blessing others. But what about when God personally wants to bless you. Not that he's saying be selfish, but what about when the blessing is truly for you? Sometimes God gives us things and he wants us to bless others with it. And sometimes you've been asking God over and over and over again, What about me, God? What about me? I do this and I do that for this person and that person. What about me? Well, in this case, that was one of the answers to that, what about me? So sometimes it's not that God hasn't blessed you with something that's just for you, but sometimes You have to go to God and say, God, is this for me? This one of those instances, you want me to be a funnel or you want me to be a person that gives and gives. God does give us things sometimes that he wants us to give him all the glory and all the praise for it because it's just for us. There's a song out that says, just for me, 
just for me. God and when and did it just for me. Oh, my God. Just for me. Just for me. God went and did it just for me. There's somebody listening on the airwaves that you've been such a blessing to so many people. And God is saying, just for you, just for you. God went and did it just for you. Just for you. Just for you. This time, God went and did it just for you. Not that he's not going to use you to be a blessing to others. But it's important to know that sometimes God wants you to treat yourself and you don't. And in those instances, he's going to send someone to bless you, just you. You've been giving, you've been giving, you've been giving. You've normalized giving. You've normalized charity. You've normalized kindness. You've normalized love. People see you. Some of them are just there for the gleaning. But yet there's others that are there to help you to be more of a blessing. There are some things that God is going to allow to happen in your life to get some personal time with you. Because God is saying, while you're out there and you normalize showing love and kindness, to show it to yourself. Yes, there are many selfish people in this world, but that's not your testimony. You're a giver. You're a lover. You're a kind person. But God needs for you to start off with loving yourself. God needs for you to start off being kind to yourself. God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. God needs for you to know that he's still going to use you to be that charitable person that you are but he needs you to put a bumper sticker on it right here, right now, that he's saying, just for you, just for you. This thing right here is just for you. You're pouring out your love. You're pouring out your kindness. And you forgot about you. Feeling drained Because you forgot about you I've been there 
as they say, I have the T-shirt. Where I was giving and I was giving to friends and family and I was feeling depleted. And I had to learn that it's okay to be nice to others, but it's really okay to be nice to yourself, not in the vanity, not in the vain way that so many people is about me, myself, and I, but in a way that you remember with loving kindness have I drawn you. And then to accept some of that loving kindness for yourself. John 13 and 34 and verses 35 says, A new command I give to you. Love one another as I have loved you. You must love one another. By this all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Some of you are really walking that out. But guess what? What about you? This is not a call to selfishness. This is a call to balance, the balance of love. God can give you more love to give out, but you must also love yourself. Sometimes unforgiveness of self is why we don't love ourselves. Sometimes we must heal from past relationships, that razor tongue, They say, and my mom always said, you can put it out there, but once it's out there, you can't get it back. So whether it's something that was words of harshness or words of love, they both reap what they've been sown to do. Proverbs 15 and 1, a gentle answer turns away wrath. But a harsh word stirs up anger. Galatians 5 and 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. Love is in there. Let's normalize being kind and showing love and allowing God to be kind and show us love. When was the last time you smiled? Even at that person mean mugging you. When was the last time you told someone, great job? When was the last time you listened to listen instead of respond? When was the last time you donated clothes or food to a needy person that couldn't give you something back? 
We were talking to someone yesterday that said every time they give something to somebody, they expect it back. Well, sometimes God wants you to give and not expect anything back. Because for loving kindness has God drawn you. He died for you, and the only thing he expects back is love. When was the last time you volunteered? Not just at a food shelter, a homeless shelter, or a home. When was the last time you just volunteered on a soup kitchen or various places? When was the last time you forgave someone for the many mistakes that they made? When was the last time you even forgave the person that was annoying you because they just wasn't listening? Or you were so busy explaining it away, explaining it away, and they're saying, this is not me talking to you. This is God talking to you. Why are you explaining everything away? When was the last time it was difficult for you to even challenge yourself to encourage someone when you yourself needed encouragement? Before you speak? That's loving kindness right there. Do you perform self-care? I didn't say selfishness, but do you perform self-care? When was the last time you took your own self out on a date? When was the last time you dressed up just to dress up? Hmm. When was the last time you told yourself, good job? I didn't say the last time you beat yourself up for missing something, but when was the last time you told yourself, good job? Well, in Genesis 18, there's a story about how Abraham showed hospitality to three strangers. He welcomed them in and he gave them food and clothing. When was the last time you were hospitable to someone? Not because they do it back. Rahab, she hid the Israelite spies in Joshua, the 24th chapter, verses 17 through 19. Despite someone's past, When was the last time they forgave you and they hid you and they covered you when they themselves needed to be hidden and covered? My, 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 my. There's somebody out there that's hungry for you, spiritually hungry for the example that you give, for the example God has made you. And they're watching you, draining you like a parasite. But there is somebody that's watching you, that God is using you to show them how to normalize love and how to normalize kindness. Yes, you're the good Samaritan of your family. Yes, you're the good Samaritan of your neighborhood. 
Yes, you're the good Samaritan that everybody's watching. Yes, you're the one that's similar to the woman that poured the perfume on Jesus' feet when somebody else said, oh, we could have sold that. But you're the good Samaritan. You're the Mary Magdalene. You're the spy that's going to save another spy. You're the harlot that God's going to use to bear the spies. Yes, you're the one that's going to speak encouragement when you yourself need encouragement. Yes, you're the one that's going to lend to many, and God's going to keep giving you plenty. Because the more he gives you, the more you bless. And when you come to him and say, but what about me, God? What about me? He's going to say, this one right here is just for you. This thing right here is just for you. Enjoy it. Thank God for it. But this next thing you're going to share So that when you ask God again, what about me, God? What about me? Know that he's blessing you. He's honoring you for the loving kindness given so many, so many times. Not expecting anything in return. I honor you today. For every time you've been a blessing, that time you only had a little, and he allowed you to give it, and you gave it out of the kindness out of your heart. Those people that needed a job, those people that needed a meal, those people that needed a kind word, those people that needed someone to show them that God loves them. I know you thought it was just you, but it's because God's been in your heart wooing you and drawing you all the time. He's been using you to show his loving kindness. And now he wants you on today to accept his loving kindness. For this thing right here is just for you. Michael Jackson says, you want to be starting something. You got to be starting something. He says, you're stuck in the middle. He said, it's too high to get over. It's too low to get under. Guess what? God's been doing that all the time. But we remember it when Michael Jackson said it. But we forgot that God said with loving kindness as he drawn you. And see, with the loving kindness of God, it's too high to get over. It's too low to get under. You can be stuck in the middle, but God will still reach you. Because see, the love of God goes to the gutter. The love of God goes to the the White House. The the love of God goes to the 
a ghetto. The love of God goes to the shelters. The love of God goes on your job. Yeah, the ones that have uh, been watching you are far off because of the racism and the and the sexism and the ageism. God goes there because you're stuck in the middle of it. God is saying, yep, I want you to love them, those that hate you because of your skin color. Yes, those that hate you because of this or that, I want you to show them love. Love, love them until, as Apostle Sandra Thomas would say, until you love the H-E double hockey sticks out of God's giving you so much love that you're learning how to love the devil out of others. It's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to forgive them. Hold on them by blessing them over and over and over again. Uh-huh, they did you wrong, but keep loving them. Keep being kind to them over and over again. You know why? Because God's about to reward you. And this reward right here, mm, eyes haven't seen, mm, ears haven't heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of man what God has in store for you. Don't get distracted. Yes, you're having health issues. Yes, you're having financial issues. Yes, you're having relationship issues. Yes, you're having this or that. Don't get distracted. Keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your eyes on Christ Jesus. What has God told you to do? I pray whatever he's told you to do, that you said yes, Lord. I pray that you've repented for the things that you have done wrong, knowing that God is still drawing you, still loves you. He's still forgiving you. He's still wooing you. He's still using you. There's nothing, nothing, nothing that you have ever done or could do, short of blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, that he has not forgiven you from. He's going to use you for his glory. He's already using you. Let's normalize love. Let's normalize honor. Let's normalize respect. Let's normalize kindness. And keep your eyes on your God-ordained purpose and destiny. This sickness is not unto death. This thing that the enemy has sent you uh, against your finances, don't worry. God's going to take that five talents and give it even more than that, a hundredfold. The enemy's just trying to distract you. The pain in your body. It's just a distraction. My, my, my. This or that is just a distraction. Him or her is just a distraction. God has someone that's assigned to you. 
that's going to love you like Christ loves his church. God has someone that's assigned to you that's going to show you how to multiply that which God has already put in your hands. Yes, there's going to be plenty of distractions. They're going to look good. They're going to sound good. They're going to cook good. They're going to, ooh, that's a whole nother message. But God has someone assigned to you that's going to take you beyond you ever asked or think. Why? Because his word says so. God's word says he has come to give you life and that more abundance. Minister Sylvia, I turn this program over to you. Father God, we thank you for the word on today. We thank you for everything that was said. God, I pray that someone was encouraged on today. I pray that something was said to lift up the spirit of somebody that will just teach them to just trust in you, O oh God. When everything seems that it's not right, or we just seem like we just can't get an understanding, but God, we know that if we turn it over to you, O oh Lord, we give it to you, that we don't have to worry about it anymore. The lines are open. If anybody would like to speak or have a comment, you can at this time. Go ahead. The lines are open. Okay, well, we thank everyone that was tuned in today, whether they're listening live or in the archive. We want to just say the foundational scripture for this program of Smile 3E, Iron Sharpening Iron, is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I just want to say I just would like for everyone to keep um, some dear friends and family members of ours um, in their prayers. I would like for you all to pray for my cousin, Minister Margot McCore. Keep her in your prayers as God is healing her and delivering her and bringing her through. I would like for you all to keep in your prayers. Um, and I would like for Apostle Elect, before we end the program, to pray for my God brother, a dear, very dear friend of mine, Corey. Uh, we just want you all to know that when God has a plan for your life, the enemy tries to rush in as a flood. But we want you to know that God sets up a standard. You know, God comes in. God does what he does. But we always tell you, what God do what he do? Don't go back. Don't go back to the old because God is not a sugar daddy. He is our father in heaven. He is our father, but he's not a sugar daddy. Don't try to treat him just for his goods. The woman of God ministered on today about God saying, just for you this time, but next time you're going to share. So we're just sharing that God's word touched someone. Today we're just asking you all to stay focused, stay faithful to the Lord. Know that God is God. Nothing happens without his permission. Know that God has all things in his hand. He holds the king hard in his hand. Know that God is God, and there's nothing we can do about it. And I just want to say our foundational scripture again, because I think somebody really 
me to really hear what it says. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I want you all to know that our foundation of Scripture is what this ministry holds dear to its heart. Thank you all for spending Sunday morning with us. We will be back next Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, with our very own apostles like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, and I will be hosting with her for the uh, program. If you come back tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, um, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be ministering on Facebook Live as well as Blog Talk Radio. If you come back Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be giving you my Wigby Williams Wisdom, sorry, Wisdom Wendy, Wednesday's topic. I'm, I just couldn't get that out right today. I just want you all to know that God is still God. God is working on us. God is keeping us if we want to be kept. God is directing us if you want to be directed by his word. If you come back on Friday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you will be able to hear what God has put in my heart to share with you all. I'm just excited about God because I know what the enemy tried, but God said, no, not this time. I thank God for healing, thank God for being healed, and thank God for reviving, restoring, and rejuvenating me. I thank God. As the woman of God said, the pain is only to distract you. Beware of phantom pains because God said, I got you. So I'm going to ask you one more time. If you want to have any comments, the lines are open. If not, I'm giving it back to the woman of God to close us out in prayer. Okay, I'm going to pray. Father God, we repent for sins of commission, omission, and even those things that we may not know that we've done. We thank you in advance for your forgiveness. I pray a special prayer for Minister Margo, for Minister Sylvia, for Pastor Troy, and so many connected to this ministry line. But I pray a special prayer for Corey. I pray, God, that you will go into his central nervous system that you will go into his cardiovascular system, that you will go into his gastrointestinal system, that you will go into his lymphatic system, his muscular skeletal system, God, that you will go into his respiratory system, his reproductive system, and his urinary system. God, I pray that when you said in the beginning that it is good, when you made us, that his system will line up with your word. When you say it's good, it's good. And when Jesus said it was finished, it's finished. Anything in his body, whether it's chemical or biological, that's in misbalance or alignment, go in the name of Jesus. You trespassing, Richard, not welcome 
We speak healing in the name of Jesus. We speak alignment in the name of Jesus. We're not asking, but we're demanding it in the name of Jesus. All power, all glory, glory to Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Trespassing. Spirit, you got to go. You got to go. Ah, distractions, you got to go. In the name of Jesus. Alignment, you must come because he said, he said it is good. God said it's good. So if it's good in his word, it's good. If it's finished in Jesus' word, it's finished. It's finished. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter what it sounds like. It doesn't matter about the prognosis. It doesn't matter about the diagnosis. For God said that it's good, and Jesus said that it's finished. Yeah. Any doubt, go in the name of Jesus. Any disclaimers, go. In the name of Jesus. Any distractions, go. In the name of Jesus. Pain your life. Ah, Karabasa. You've got to go. Discomfort, you're a liar. You've got to go. In the name of Jesus, go. And we place in that place the word of God that said that he has come, that we must have life and that more abundantly. For you shall live and not die and declare the liberty, the gospel, the good news of the great commission of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it is so, and so it is. Amen. 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 Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Well, we thank you all for tuning in. And with that being said, have a great day in Jesus' name. Amen.
anybody on the line? Is anyone on the line? Okay, well, I'm just going to go on and start. Father God, I thank you for this opportunity to get with my family, oh Lord, to have prayer time. Father God, I thank you for the desire to pray with and for one another, God. God, it seems that we've been going through so much, and it seems that we're doing anything and everything but talking with each other, praying with each other, praying for each other. God, for there are no big eyes and little eyes and big U's and little U's. God, we just ask you to let us come together as a family. Everybody wants respect, but everybody don't give respect. Everybody wants to be honored, but everybody doesn't give honor. God, teach us how to honor and respect one another, God. God, I love my family with my whole heart. And I know they love me, but, God, we need to learn how to express our love and concerns for one another. We need to learn how to talk to and accept conversations from one another. God, teach us patience. Teach us how to know when to release and when not to release. God, teach us, God. Teach us how to allow each other to hurt. Teach us how to allow each other to mourn. Teach us that it's okay to hurt and mourn in front of and with each other. And when we need to do it alone, God, teach us, God. Teach us it's okay to talk, to seek help if needed, oh God. For we're not perfect, God. But we know that if the devil gets a chance and every chance he gets, single us out to make us stay to ourselves. We know our idle mind is the playground for the devil, oh God. God, our parents pray for us, God. Our aunties and family members pray for us, God. We want to pray for our family, oh God. Not just our children, but our siblings and their children and their spouses and their family members and their children, children. God, teach us how to Release love. Teach us how to go back. Teach us, oh God. Teach us how to accept and respect the apostle that you put in our family, God. God, we don't have to look for one. We don't have to search one. But God, you gave us a true apostle that will call us out, that will call out the sin that will confront that thing, God. God, we know our fight is not against flesh and blood, Lord, but it's against spiritual high places, the wickedness that's in the atmosphere, the enemies that have come to destroy our soul, oh God. God, how can I accept love from a stranger, from someone in the street, but I can't accept love from the one I know that loves me? I know I could call and ask them for some tools and fuse, but, God, I don't want to hear what they got to say when it comes to what's best for me. God, you know what's best for me. You know what's best for us, God. God, don't just let us understand we're walking in a bloodline, God, 
but let us understand that we can break bloodline curses. We can walk under bloodline blessings, God. God, we pray for our children's children, children. God, we pray for blessings down to a hundred generations. God, we pray pray for our blessings to overtake us. God, we pray that you have your way, oh God. We pray that you cover our children when we're not around. We pray for a spirit of discernment, God, that when you wake us up, God, sometimes you're waking us up just to be available for when someone needs. God, I thank you for the opportunity. I thank you for the yearning. I thank you for the want to want to pray with my family. The most powerful gift I can give them, God, is prayer, love, respect, and understanding. God, we need you right now. God, we need you right now. We're going through something, God. That our minds are working so fast, we're not allowing our mind and our hearts to line up. Therefore, we can't line up with your word, God. The woman of God ministered on the day just for you. God, we're standing in agreement. We're standing in the gap for our bloodline. Just for me, God. I represent my bloodline. My bloodline represents me. God, we know that the enemy has come in. He's snuck in to seek, to kill, steal, and destroy. We know that the enemy has snuck in, oh God. But God, we're praying against that thing. We're putting the axe at the wood, oh Lord. We're asking you, God, to take us back. Take us back to when we first believed. Take us back when we first loved you. Take us back, God, when we first told you we loved you. We first asked you to save us, God. God, save us all over again, oh God. Glory to your name, Jesus. Glory to your name, Jesus. God, as we call out, as we stand before you, oh God, as we want, as we need you, oh God. Teach us how to say, it's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. I'm standing in the need of prayer. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. I'm standing in the need of healing. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. I'm standing in the need of deliverance. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. I'm standing in the need of understanding. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. Standing in the need of love. God, I'm standing in the need to give, receive, and give, God. It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. I trust you, God. I trust you, God. God, for when I don't know what to say, God, teach me how to pray. When I don't know what to do, oh God. Teach me how to pray. When I don't know how to go about things, oh God, or say it the right way or what needs to be said, teach me how to pray. God, teach me. Teach my family how we could trust one another. Teach my family that we are all we got. You didn't bring us this far to leave us now, oh God. Have your way, oh God, have your way. 
God, I pause to see if anybody else wants to pray at this time, oh God. The lines are open. Please join in on the prayer. I'll pray. I see someone else on the line, but I think they maybe they're just thinking about prayer. I think it's Juan, but I'm not sure. But um, I'll pray. Father God, I pray for our men. Our men, such as Stanley and Brianna and Juan and little Fluffy and little Tatum and little D2. I pray for our men, God. That you strengthen them, that you use them, that they are not just providers, but they are examples of men, godly men. Men that pray for us, men that encourage us, men that are examples for us. I ask you, God, to bless them in a way that they never have to worry about being providers. All they ever have to think about, God, is being a blessing, a blessing to their family, a blessing to their love. God, teach us how to honor our men. Teach us how to respect our men. God, teach us how to support our men. Teach us how to love our men. God, teach us, teach us. They need 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 us. They I can't say that I'm there yet, God. Show me how to forgive. If I'm holding anything in my heart against the man that murdered my sister, God, show me how to forgive. I'm being transparent in front of my family, God. Show me how to forgive. Show me how to love. Begin it in me, God. Begin it in me. 
bless me all my life, God. To have my sisters to be with me all my life, God. Yeah. And I know it's selfish of me, nothing to give. Teach me. No one can teach me how to forgive God like you. For you've forgiven me over and over and over again. Teach me how to be a blessing to my family. Not just a monetary blessing, God, but a blessing in prayer, a blessing in a godly example, a blessing in love and forgiveness. Teach me, God. I see so many people, not just on Facebook, but in the world, God, practicing unforgiveness, practicing this or that. Let me be your greatest example of love, your love, your blessing to my family. Teach me what to pray for my family. God, I need to pray the specific prayer that you want me to pray for Juan and his family, that you want me to pray for Brandon and his family, and that you want me to pray for Stanley, and that you want me to pray for little Fluffy, that you want me to Pray, I should say Kai, not his nickname. Teach me what to pray for Kai. Teach me what to pray for Tatum and for Darian the second. God, teach me how to pray for Wizzle. Teach me how to pray for Yak. Teach me, God, how to pray for Carlton and Carvana. Teach me how to pray for Carlton Senior. Teach me how to pray for Stan. God, teach me how to pray the specific prayer, God, once again, that you want me to pray for that. God, teach me how to pray for Pinky. Teach me how to pray for many and Mary's children. Teach me how to pray for Billy's children. God, teach me how to pray for T, for Lulu, for Wiggle's daughter. Teach me how to pray for Shonda and Adrian. Teach me how to pray for Charlie. God, teach me how to pray for little T, Beyond. God, teach me how to pray for Ray. God, teach me how to pray. The specific prayers that you want each one of them to have. Not what I want to pray, but what you want me to pray for them. Whether it's in my secret closet or whether it's during these times that we pray on Sunday, teach me the specific prayer. Of abundance, of charity, 
of forgiveness, of honor, of respect, of unity. Teach me what you want me to pray. Decrease me and increase you, God, so that I only pray what you have ordered my heart, my mind, and my total being to pray. Cause our family to come online and be transparent even in their prayer. Even if their prayer is bless me indeed, oh Lord, bless me indeed. Even if their prayer is help me, oh God, help me, oh God. Even if their prayer is I need thee, oh Lord, I need thee. Even if their prayer is what Sheila constantly prays, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Teach us how to even pray a thanksgiving prayer, a gratefulness prayer. What would you have me to pray? That is my prayer on today for our family, God, that I will begin it in Jerusalem. I will pray for my family according to what you want me to pray. Cause us to come together on Easter to give you all the glory and all the praise. Cause us to remember our mother and our father. Cause us to remember our sisters and our brothers. Cause us to remember our cousins and our aunts and our uncles. Cause us to remember our even our colleagues to even pray for those bosses or those people that have done us wrong, whether it was financially, time-wise, whatever it was whether it was racism or sexism and genderism, whatever it was, God, teach us how to pray for those that despitefully use us, to pray for those that's been a blessing to us, to pray for those, God, that we may have wanted to, as they have said, sometimes just wanted to snap the living Hades out of them. Teach us how to even pray for them. Teach me how to pray for my bosses And my supervisors And my colleagues Oh God I ask you right now For a special Teach me how to pray for The people that try to Push my buttons, pull my buttons Or even kick me in the chair God teach me how to pray for them To pray for you to bless them Not for you to curse them God Teach me how when I pray for them it's like pouring hot coals on their head. But how you said revenge is yours, not mine. So, God, any child that I've forgotten to pray for, any family member that I've forgotten to pray for, count it to my head and not my heart. I cannot remember all of Billy's children's names, so forgive me. I cannot remember all of Minnie's kids, God, so forgive me. I cannot remember all of Mary's kids, God, so forgive me. I ask you to bless the men and the women in our family a hundredfold. 
Recently, God, you have blessed us financially. You have blessed us uh, spiritually. You have expanded us. You have expounded on us. And I ask you, God, to teach us how to use those blessings and expansions for your glory. Teach us how to begin it within our family first and not to expect people to be who we are but who you created them to be. Allow us to allow each one of us to be human, to be who you created us to be uniquely. You didn't act for robots, God. You want for each and every one of us to be who you uniquely created us to be, and I thank you. God, I prayed for a long time now, so I ask you that anything that I did not pray that you wanted me to pray, that you would loose it and bind it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Anyone else want to pray at this time? God, we ask you to audibly teach us how to allow you to be God. Teach us how to honestly open up and say what we need and what we want and what we expect. God, teach us how to accept one another for who we are. God, I just thank you again for this opportunity. Cover each and every one of our nieces and nephews, great nieces and nephews, great, great nieces and nephews, great, 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 great. God, I just ask you to cover our family, God, with those that ask and with those that have a seeking request. God, we just ask you to come before us, go before us, and just keep us kind of standing the gap for one another. God, when we don't even know what to pray, God, as the woman of God says, let us open our mouth and say, I need you, O Lord. I need you, God. In Jesus' name, we pray this prayer, and we trust that this prayer line will get bigger and greater in our family, oh God. We thank you for another day for us to come together. Amen. Amen, oh God, I ask you to pray even for those of our extended family, because many of us have extended family because we have brothers and sisters from our uh, parents, and we have even families that we've adopted over the course of our years on this earth. So even for our nieces and nephews and their siblings that um, they have, we ask you to bless them. In Jesus' name, you have anything else to add, Minister Sylvia or anyone on the line? Want us to be honest with you. Thank you all for praying for us. What did you say, Juan? Just want to say thank you all for praying for us. Yeah, we definitely need to pray for one another. Kiss and hug the babies for us. 
Okay. I love you. Are you ending the prayer now, Renee? No one subscribers. No one else has anything to say yet. Because mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I can say is I trust that God is gonna do what God is gonna do. I trust that the family is gonna step up and trust and believe that our prayer is sincere and from the heart. It's not just something to do or something we want to do, but it's a call from God that he said, how could you love your brother? Now, how could you hate your brother who you have, who he do see, but you love God who you haven't seen? God is not a a mischief God. God is a God of everything. And if I tell you I love you, if I can't do anything but tell you, Let's pray. That's power. There's power in prayer, especially when we believe. You could trust me enough to call and ask for something. Trust me enough to know that when God tells me we need to come together as a family and pray, we need to come together as a family and pray because one thing I know our family do know, we we get a prayer through. That God answers our prayers. And I just don't want us going through any other part of life not believing and not knowing that God is still blessing us. Even in this time, we're all hurting, been hurting for a while, but we're sharing the same hurt. We just need to understand and learn how to communicate with one another. If somebody don't feel that they're being understood or whatever, we won't know what you think or feel if you don't communicate with us. And that's all I'm asking the family to do is let's come together and communicate. Okay? Okay. Yeah, I just have one selfish thing I want to ask the family to do. It doesn't matter what you need. Ah, put it in a text, send it to the family, and it doesn't matter if God wants to help, whether it's time, whether it's money, or whatever it is. Don't be ashamed. Don't be bothered. You have not because you ask not. And you may ask it ten times, and it never be given until the thirteenth time, or you may receive a portion. But don't not ask. Ah, ah, ah. That's all I want to say. Love you. Love you all. Love you, love you, love you. Okay, have a good day. Bye-bye.